0: Ay, let me teach you about the real nigga Ay, My little brother was a realest nigga Ay, All I know is some real niggas Ay, All I fuck with is real niggas Ay, Let me teach you about the real nigga Be a shooter. Yo, yo, what's poppin', man? What's going on, man? Back at it again. It's official, yes, indeed. Y'all already know what's going on, man. It's the sixth episode of the Fair Game 5506 Podcast. Hosted by your boy GZL, a.k.a. G-Z, a.k.a. the L, a.k.a. Captain L, a.k.a. Jeezy, a.k.a. the 6-God, a.k.a. Macavelli, aka Stackavelli, you already know what it is. What's happening? What's popping? What's going on? What's happening? What's popping? Who going home? you already know what's going on, man. I feel real blessed today, right now. You feel me? Just chilling, vibing. Hoping y'all vibing. Hoping y'all in a good mood. Hoping you feeling good, looking good on the way to the hood or to the streets or whatever you may be. you already know, man. Just tapping in with my peoples. And today, you feel me, I just wanted to holler at my mans, you feel me? Man, I'm just chilling, y'all. Doing this podcast shit is kind of crazy because sometimes I'll be like, man, people don't want to hear from me, man. I ain't going to lie. I think about that sometimes. Like, man, I ain't nobody. But at the same time, I got a ear, voice in my head saying if somebody listening, if somebody need me, if somebody somebody really fuck with me, if somebody out there that really understand and really Going through kind of similar or the same things I'm going through, and might need this voice, I might need these words, just a for so you know just some words of encouragement, so God put it in my heart, and I'm doing it, and I'm gonna keep doing it, and I appreciate the people who listening and I'm always appreciating the people who listen send the word too, man, that boy Jesus out a podcast you can tap and highlight me like I said. You know it's free game, also, you can out. you could you might could teach me something if you tap in. it might be something you could teach me. I ain't scared of game. I want it all. Shit, I want it all, so you can always holler at me. you know what I'm saying? You hear what I'm saying so I had this I had this um like this, this scenario, so I wanted to go through with my listeners to get some people like opinions and what they would do in this situation. So my dog, he like, but I'm like, I ain't seen one of my partners in hell alone. So I'm like, blood, where you been? He like, blood. He like, I I seen him on. He hit me on Instagram I'm like, blood. I ain't seen this nigga went to school together. It was hella cool at school. You know how you got that one nigga that you really hella cool with at school, and it get no, it goes nowhere else but that. Sometimes y'all might chill outside of the schoolhouse when y'all was in high school. So I had a partner. He hit me like, geez, what's up, bud? I guess he checked out the podcast or whatever. He checked out my Instagram and found me on Instagram, I mean, you know, whatever case may be. He was just and I was like, bud, where you been? I thought he had moves or something. I ain't gonna lie, I'm like, he must have moved or something. Probably got a girl, some move, kids, and other shit. He's like, man, hell no, I wish I would have moved, bro. I was in jail, bro. Man, some shady shit happened, bro. Hell yeah, bud. Hell yeah. Niggas did me cold. I'm like, what you mean? Like, bruh, nigga changed my life, bruh. So he like, you know I'm a solid individual, G, you feel me? And that's for a solid, being a solid cat, don't come in shape and sizes. You can't tell a nigga if he's solid by tattoos and what kind of jewelry or what kind of clothes he wear. Because that can be a disguise. A lot of people use that shit in disguise. And some people be solid within. So I'm like, bro, what happened, bruh? He like, bruh, I fucking him. Like he, and he, he he was in Frisco. He was in the city, fucking with his uh, family, I guess. And he was like, his family was. It was his, his, he fucking with his cousin. His cousin got some niggas he fucked with. The niggas he fuck with, he like, the niggas get me in the car. He said they they get in this car and they like um, he like, but let's let's hit the city, whatever case may be. And so I guess he got pulled over, and one of the dudes in the car tucked a gun under the seat. And he didn't know when the police searched the car, he ain't called part about it. One of the passengers in the car was on parole or some shit like that, gave him purple call. He's like, bro, you know, I'm a cool nigga, bro. I, I'm from the street, but I, you know, I'm like, hell yeah. Cause he wasn't that type of dude. So I'm like, damn, bro, what? He like, cause I know he ain't like, I'm like, bro, he never was like that in the street. He was like, you know, he always had his moms and shit. I don't know about his whole family life and shit like that. But he always was a straight cat. So it's so a long story short, kinda, to shorten up the story. So I guess they find the gun under the seat, under his seat. So they find the gun. He like, man, like, how the fuck? like, what? A gun under my seat. So he like, bro, I couldn't believe it. So he like, man, that ain't my gun. That ain't my gun. The police officer like your car, woo, 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 They took him out of jail. He like, bro, I can't. He he didn't he didn't tell or nothing. And the cold part, this is the sitting part. I thought the nigga just I thought he, because I ain't seen him in a long time, so I'm thinking maybe he went to jail, got out, feel me, and left because that happy. He probably left the city or whatever it be. He was in jail the whole time because half the time he was in jail, he fighting it because the car about body, the gun that was on the seat, had a murder on it. So the gun on the seat got a murder on it, right? This you in this situation, you him in this situation. How solid is you to the streets and to your hood? And these car probably, body, these cats, he didn't even know these cats. He rocking with his cousin, his cousin to my brother. He's my niggas. that don't rock with us. We on bitches. These niggas got a gun. He don't know what's going on. The gun got a hot body on it, and these niggas know it, and they do him like that. And he like, he ain't talk to his cousin. His cousin ain't even hot. I said, oh, yeah, my cousin be dead. Nigga, my cousin. I'm, I'm just saying personally how I feel about it. And this, I'm like, damn, bro, can I? And I holler at my nigga on some GP shit. I'm like, bro. Is it cool if I can like bring that scenario with my pre like hell yeah, bud, because that shit cold and people need to hear about shit like that. So I'm thinking in my head, like, what would I do? Be to be to be 100 in these streets. I don't know. I my nine times did I probably would have did what he did to keep it player because I can't I can't see myself ratting. But damn, what I would have did to them niggas, or they would have to pay me. You wanna have to pay me, and if you don't pay me when I come home, I'm gonna murder you. And I just did, like, four bangers. He did four. I think he did, like, end up pleading out for, uh, I think he said he pleaded out for, like, seven years or something like that. That's too much. Because they really couldn't put the gun on. I mean, they they, they, they fingerprinted. His fingerprints weren't on it. And then, like, that. And he just kept telling them, man, that ain't my gun. It's four people in the car. I don't know who gun that is. I swear to God, ain't my gun. But they took him because he wouldn't say who it was. Or I would have meant, like, I don't know, bro. I would have just I would have probably did what he did, but I wanted to get some of my listeners um you feel me opinion on it. Like what would y'all would have did? Because that's some crazy shady shit. Like I feel like I would've I might as well just take the time. If I take that time, I'm be I'm gonna be a mad nigga when I come home. But at the end of the day, he broke it down like this. This is what I had to think about I'm, I tell them the same thing I'm telling y'all. I'm like, nigga, I'm to be beat out and be kill them niggas. he was like, at the end of the day, cuz. I'm so real with myself. It was all my fault. I said, "What you mean by that, nigga? Them niggas set you up, nigga. You know them niggas." He said, "At the end of the day, that's what my that's what my moms and people have been around me always and started me. Never trust somebody you don't know. Don't let no motherfucker sit behind you you don't know." He said, "I shouldn't have let them niggas in my car and in the first place. I should have went home to my bra. But I'm trying to be on some snake shit and end up and I end up getting mopped." I said, "Oh, okay. So you looked at it that way. That's what make you a stronger person." A lot of people don't know that when you can look at anything and you find your flaw in it, because it's always going to be some kind of way a decision that you made. Because at the end of the day, you made your choice. Do your time. And that's on anything. If you get in a car with somebody, you know they're finna go with somebody. Your stupid ass be the one that get caught because that ain't in you. You can't snitch. You can't snitch. If you're in the car with niggas, you you in the car with some street niggas and you grew up in high school with them and all that shit, but they took one way and you took this way. You kept playing basketball at the gym while they was going to house parties, getting hot smoke weed. You stay focused, but you stayed cool with them niggas. But at the end of the day, you knew what them niggas was doing while you was shooting basketball, them niggas was shooting shots. But you love them niggas so much because of the relationship you had with them niggas when you was in high school. You get in the car with them niggas, guess what happened? If them niggas do you shits like they did, bro? You're in the same position as him, because at the end of the day, you know what kind of niggas them niggas is. You know what kind of niggas it is, and you know what kind of nigga you ain't. So if you do something that you ain't familiar with to please somebody that you ain't familiar with, that's on your fault. That's your fault at the end of the day, and that's how it broke down to me. So that's a, that's a crazy scenario, because snitching is different from today and yesterday. And I mean by yesterday, I mean by when I was coming up. Like I said, I told y'all episode, I think, three. That I'm 36 years old, you feel me? So when I was coming, I come up, I come up in the '90s with Cash Money, Hot Boys, and Young Money, Lou Weezy. We thought we was the Hot Boys on '96 when we was young niggas. I thought I was Birdman. Stola thought he was Air Weed. I mean, uh, Stola thought he was uh, 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 Juvenile. Sheen thought he was Manny Fresh. Ronan Ron thought he was Lil Wayne. Nigga on my mama, who thought that was Juvenile? Nigga, we was rocking, we was little niggas. So we seen older niggas that came up to us that came up over us, smoke niggas that they love because they snitched. Now, these days, when a nigga snitch, he get more publicity than a rapper. That nigga get to chill, smoke weed with everybody, hang, niggas still hanging with him, talking to him, chilling, setting niggas up for him and all kind of shit. But this shit is crazy. The difference between old school and new school when it comes to the streets politics, I know this is a big, big difference. Because these days, it's not about necessarily the streets. The streets is what get people their credibility still but it's not necessarily the politics of the streets it's the flamboyance that come with the streets the hood name the fact that you're a hood nigga with bitches and with people that's outside the hood What they do to the people these days make people hot it's not necessarily a nigga really being in the hood because when I was coming up you had to be in the hood to be a hood nigga now these days niggas shoot only their videos in the hood and in a hood nigga like you only shoot videos in the hood you don't do nothing else for the video in the hood you a hood nigga man, but that's what it is these days. And the same kind of thing with snitching and ratting. Niggas is hanging with rats, man. The rats is among us, y'all, and we don't even have to be in the sewer. These motherfuckers out the sewer, they done got out, they done snuck out the sewer. They done bought them a car. They got Jordan's and Feliciagas on. They done went to Johnny Dane, bought them some Gold Teeth. These rats are rocking around. This motherfucker looking like wheezy when he first got went platinum with Carter with the Carter 2. And this shit is sick, man. And nobody in his whole hood to know that, but then the whole hood will know that, but won't say nothing to that individual or, or execute that individual. And I don't mean by execute like killing them, because I'm not promoting that on my podcast, but what I'm saying is, if a nigga snitches, there's no way and nobody should communicate with that man. And the most things a lot of people say is, he just snitch on me, he just snitch on us. He didn't snitch on me, and I heard he play with guns. I heard he play with them thing. I heard his baby mama thick. I heard he got. I heard he got a I heard he got a, uh, a beans with gs on it. I heard he went to Diamond Diamond Cash Town, duh, for his gold ones. What about him snitching? Or what about him telling on a nigga that he grew up with? Or what about him ratting on this big dog or ratting on his little homies from another hood? Thinking, bro, y'all, the streets are entirely different than when I came up and when I was. And it's crazy because when I first started the podcast. I was really nervous about talking about when I came up compared to now because I didn't want to sound old. But facts is facts, and I am old shit. And I'm and I'm proud. I made thirty six. A lot of niggas that I see. In my dreams, I don't see them when I wake up, and I can't call. And I can't call their phone. Their phone been disconnected. You hear me? So to me, b thirty six. I'm a blessed nigga. You feel me? So I'm giving you this game. You know what I'm saying? Like we gotta understand. Like we cannot let hip hop and this fucking media shit control the streets, because the streets used to control the media and the hip hop. We used to determine what was cool and what was not. Now they determine what's cool and what's not. They play rap songs on they play niggas that's known rats, articles, news. It been news about these motherfuckers and hella shit. And they'll still play that nigga song for the hit record. And guess what a young nigga doing that's listening to that shit? It's a young nigga somewhere saying, I can be like him, but <laughs> I can snitch and still get away with it, still get hella money, and look hella and fuck hella bitches. Because that's the persona when we was coming up. If you snitch, you was really like, uh, he a snitch. Like, it ain't no more wire. It's, it's all about like these weird ass shit. There's some weird shit going on. And snitching is the headline. Niggas snitching in they songs. Putting too much detail. I just want to slid on that nigga at four ninety five. Hit him with too close. The bullets in the right. You can check my barrel. It's with me right now. Or I'm going to hide my gun sometimes at her house. Her address is the South. Niggas be doing some crazy shit like, bro, okay. Niggas on Instagram, he asked that, ask that nigga how them two shots feel. Not knowing Tony Jones probably reading your, looking at the fuck out your Instagram through somebody else shit. Or looking like a real fan of your stupid ass. He, they probably got six pictures on their profile of girls with hella ass and titties. A cool little saying, something, something, you feel me, something about how a nigga got to pay me and y'all said accept me. And that's Tony Jones looking at you, not her. You name me nigga, that's how the game go, nigga. These motherfuckers, cause one thing about the police, know the police know is they gotta stay adapt to what's going on in the streets. The police, they know that they got special units that do that. Stay on with the streets. What's happening? What's popping? What's going on with the streets? What's is? It, that's how they know when the fraud is happening. They know when drugs is really booming in the street. They know when the weed game is going up. They know when murder at their rise rate because they got a unit that comply to everything the streets do, that watches, and they always got some rats in the streets, always a nigga in your neighborhood that been snitching for hell a year. You just don't believe, you wouldn't believe it unless it came out on a movie. But that nigga that you watch in a movie is the same nigga in your neighborhood because it's always a snitch in the neighborhood, nigga, and you got to figure him out because something ain't right. How the fuck everybody going to jail but him? And sometimes when he go to jail, he ain't even, you know what I'm saying? He ain't really even in jail. They tuning him up. They they making sure the wires and shit. They changing his batteries and shit. Giving him a little check. You feel me? I hear man. He gonna. You know what I'm saying? These Niggas out here really snitching, bro. And the hood is really accepting that the streets are snitching, accepting snitches. The music, internet, is accepting snitches. It's trending. It's trending. And they can do some stupid shit and still trend, and still niggas will do some stupid shit still trend just to get a bag. And the, the cold thing about it, like I said, the police, they got a whole motherfucking department for that type of shit. And the cold part about the police is, they don't even allow rats in their units. They be doing dirty shit, but let one of them dirty, let one of them clean haircut cops really come out and say some shit. Like, for real, like when the motherfucker, when the police be smoking black people, let a police, even if an officer seen his per- that person do a wrong. The other officer could have seen the officer shoot the black man. He seen him with his own eyes, But let him come out on the motherfucking goddamn news and say, I seen him with my eyes. He was wrong. He murdered that black man. Watch how they do him, nigga. You ain't going to hear it from that police officer, nigga. Yeah. And all the police officers in the unit going to turn against that nigga. They ain't fucking with you. Nigga, you just went against the bread. You just went against blue, nigga. You out, you out the union, nigga. transferring him that nigga gonna be a motherfucking deputy in a little ass town with four hundred people in the middle of nowhere. In a in a motherfucking in a in a in a, uh, in, a uh, in a RV, nigga gonna be living in the goddamn eight miles. do you know, The police don't fucking rats, nigga. You can't rat it. You can't. Another cop can't rat on another cop, nigga. But they, but they, but they show. Sure but they show will convince you to rat on your people and tell you do it for your people. Do what's right. Do what's right. But the police want rat on their people, but they expect us to rat on our people. Do what's right. But what you don't do what's right, when a black man gets smoked, they don't do what's right. You don't never see another officer come out and say, man, he was wrong. You ain't heard it, and you ain't going to hear it. And that's facts, man. That's facts. That's facts. And it's getting so crazy, bro, because, like I said, he snitch on me. He ain't snitch on me. Nigga, once a nigga, so he capable of snitching, he can easily snitch on you. Especially when he see everybody still cool with me. He in that thing. He in the house party smoking weed. Everybody in there listening to music. He like, damn, I still be snitching, mama, it's cool. He looking at everybody. He watching the killer, nigga, though. He you know it like. Dude, I'm trying to nigga, though. fuck her tonight. Yeah. She on me. He like, uh, He snitching, though. He thinking about, like, damn, uh, they love me. No nigga. Not g I don't know I'm snitching at all. I ain't just snitching at all. I ain't just on no level. That's like a nigga, that's like one of your boys go back and tell your girl or something. That's snitching, bro. Niggas out here dry snitching, wet snitching, deep fried snitching, deep sea snitching, deep diving snitching. they doing all kinds of snitching around this motherfucker getting away with it. It's crazy. It kind of make me think, damn, is the hood a stink? Is the hood going to be a stink? 20, 30 years from now, is the hood going to be no more? Then I'm thinking like how oh, it could be no more. They ain't gonna let everybody get win. There's always gonna be some people that's unfortunate. So maybe the hood never would be extinct, but the politics could be extinct. It could be no more hood politics. It could be like whatever goes, goes. I can see that happening. Whatever goes goes. Now you can rob the neighbors. You can you can rob the old lady walking down the street that you've been knowing for years, I always gave you plums and apples and shit. And you used to hang with her grandkid with her grandkid moved. You can rob her, and nobody in the hood going to come to you and say, nigga, you out of the pocket, take your bitch ass, get your ass out of here, take that one more shit back, or we going to kill you. None of that no more. Is that dude that still exists? Does it still exist to the point where if a nigga that you know in your hood, mama come to buy a crack or drugs, you don't sell her that? You let them other niggas do that. You let her go all the way down the street. I took a shit down the street, Ms. Jackson. I ain't telling you shit, you my mom. you my nigga mama. Does that even, does that mean something in the hood anymore? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? All right. Do motherfuckers barbecue in their hood and feed the hood anymore? And, and, and do shit like that? That's where I'm feeling like if niggas allowing rats to live and chill and go to the parties and be in videos and shit, what is the hood coming to? 'Cause to me the hood was always sacred. And that's why I used to go to the hood when I used to be depressed. When I be at the lowest my mom, I used to go to 96 Park, smoke wheel we blunt, and just walk in the park and just think hella hard. And I always thought, thought I always thought myself through. I never left that park without an answer. Even in my deepest fucking thoughts when I was losing niggas and I lost my daddy, I went to that park. And I used to always think like, and I, by the time I get out that part, I you know why we I don't walk around. I shot the ball a few times on the court. I probably sat down. And I'm looking. I'm looking in the sky. And You know what I'm saying? That's what the hood used to do for me. Damn, I'm scared to go to motherfuckers. Somebody might snitch on me from looking in the sky. Shit, they don't know what's going on. So I always ask myself, like, does the hood, is the hood going to get to a point where It's it's still a hood, but there's no politics in it. There's no actual uh, rules no more. It's do whatever you want. Anybody can come to this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But that's not how I was brought up. we was cash money, hot boys chasing around the girls in the hood trying to fuck. And trying to, then we went from Cash Money Hot Boy to WWE versus WWO, all kind of shit like, and that was the, and that was the, very, fucking best time. I can say, people don't understand how much, and how valuable, your childhood is, on everything you do later on in life. And how the things that you did when you was a child is gonna break down when you were older. If you was that type of nigga when you was on a board when you was a kid, and you seen the old woman and you always got up and gave her, her seat, you probably still here and you probably got a good job, you probably got kids, and you probably got some shitty baby mama. I like, don't know, you probably got a good one. But I bet you hundred dollars, you still here. And if you was that little nigga that was on the board and you seen that old lady that needed a seat and you never got up and all you did was listen to your home, your headphones, listen to music and you knew that old woman needed that seat and you never got up, you probably listening to my podcast on a cell phone in prison on your bunk with your cover wrapped around your whole bunk because you don't want the guards to see you on the phone because if you get on the phone, you're going to max out What you might want to do at the end of the day, because you know know, deep down in your head, you're not done being an idiot. So you might just want to max out right now and get it all over with before so you can come home on a whole fresh start. So when you go back to jail, they're going to have to re-sentence you. They can't sentence you on that same probation because you maxed out. Now, if you're doing it for that, then that's different. (laughs) But you see what I'm saying, go back to what I just said one minute ago. The way you carried yourself when you was a teenager always play out when you become adult. If you was a gambling nigga, you're gonna be a gambling nigga when you're adult. You gonna stop for a little bit because your baby mama gonna get mad because you keep spending all the money. But then you're gonna keep doing it every now and then, winning a little bit and then friend, then that shit gonna suck you right back in to where you was at before you was just gambling a little bit, you're gonna catch yourself gambling a whole lot again. It is gonna get worse, and your bitch, I'm gonna fight. It's gonna be at the worst. Y'all gonna fight. Y'all somebody gonna hear you hit her. They are gonna call the police, and now you're at the real at the bottom of your barrel, because now you gotta do 60, 56 weeks of domestic violence classes, and you gotta pay about a twenty-four hundred fine restitution. And then nine times out of ten, the bitch gonna be so mad at you because she's so mad at you because you keep losing her money. She's gonna press charges and get a. Uh, She's gonna press charges and get a, a restraining order on you, and that restraining order is gonna also gonna affect on child support, which meaning when you she gonna put you on child support, now you gotta pay her restitution. You are gonna have a felony on your record. You gotta do 56. You gotta do 56 weeks of uh, domestic violence. Now you're on child support, and you can't really watch your your daughter or your son like that because why? You got a restraining note on her, which means the restraining order mean you did a violent or you did something or harassed her in some kind of way, which means in the court system and child support mean you're unsanitary to watch the kid by yourself. So they're gonna make you pay to watch you to see your daughter or your son an hour, and you're gonna have to pay that bitch thirty percent of your check makings or your check every month, just because of the decisions you keep making. And the decisions that you make when you was a young, and you think I'm young, and I got a life, and I got to do this, and it's, I'm gonna be alright when I get old. But if you don't start putting that effect by your life as you progress, that effect gonna be behind. Just like you are gonna be behind your, you could probably be up in your years in life, but your progression is gonna be behind because you keep doing the same thing and accepting and thinking about different results. Same for a nigga that rob people and want to be in the streets. So, you have to make your choice. The choice you make, do your time. You made your choice, do that time. Ain't no if, ands, and no buts around it. Do that time. They told you, mommy, do that time. You can't be, he did it, I did it. Do that time. It's all about the choices you make. I learned that, and I'm still learning it to this day. We can have seven. We can have seventeen hundred. You win seventeen hundred. We like damn. All oh, you get seventeen hundred from your job. You get, oh, I got paid, but you know, like right, bro, go pay a bill, bro. No, I'm so no part of I'm hold this on. Now, that's yes, your choice. You made. You choice. You had. As soon as you got your direct deposit, you should have went and handled your business first. Now you looking now. Instead of you handling your business, you done, You want to look like you clean. Got some money with your partner in your pocket. Now you you hit you kicking in with the in the hood. These niggas started a dice game. You thought you was gonna only shoot two hundred. Shit, you done went past two hundred. Now you have four. you you trying to get that four back because your rent is thirteen hundred. I mean your 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 rent fourteen hundred. You only had seventeen. You done lost four. So you're at least trying to get that hundred back. While you working so hard to get that hundred back, guess what's up You ended up losing two more hundred. So now you really up shit creep, and it just keep going down and down and down and down and down, and, down. and that's how that shit go. But if you say, man, you know what? Like, fuck that. I don't go fuck with a nigga. Think about me. I'm gonna pay this. Okay, if I pay this, I'm only gonna go have one fifty. And I guarantee this how the earth work. If you do what what you supposed to do, you yeah, you only probably you probably you probably go pay your rent. And you only have 150, 200 left. But sometimes if you go do what you are supposed to do, you'll get what you are supposed to get. So you went. And You pay your rent, you only got 200. You still in the hood, you did the same thing you supposed to do, vice versa. You pay the bill, you got 200 left, you're in the hood. They shoot up the dice game. You're like, damn, I want to shoot. This is my last 200, and I gotta get to work. I still ain't putting no gas on my car. I gotta at least put 50 in my car, and I only get paid. I get paid every two weeks, so I need 50 to be in my car to get to work until I get paid again. But you say, fuck it, I'll shoot. That's when you hit. That's when you're going to hit the ass. Now you got a G bundle in your pocket. You done hit for 800 You done paid them, when you got 800 Because why? You did what you supposed to do. And when I started living like that, nigga, I started moving up in the rankings. I didn't need people to tell me I was moving up. I knew myself because of how, what I was doing. I was paying attention to my actions. And I, stopped, and I stopped doing shit and respecting different results. I stopped going to 96 with a bundle thinking niggas is going to love you. And, and as soon as you go to 96 with a bundle and you put that motherfucker out, that motherfucker gets stolen. You do start rolling. They see no you know, 5-0 hitting you all the time. They hit nobody else. They keep hitting you. Every time you pull up in your car, they're hitting you. Because the niggas in the hood snitching on you. The niggas in the hood's rats. Or them neighbors. the neighbor that don't like you. You probably ain't approachable to them. So they don't like you. Yeah, and they probably watch you like, man, he is a good dude. He don't be doing nothing. But you're just not approachable to them. Or are they so scared of your aura and your demeanor that they don't want to approach you? And that caused what? Envy and jealousy. And that envy and jealousy turned to, and that envy turned to jealousy, and that jealousy turned to them to turn up their phone and down 911. This guy been out here for 16 years on crack. He got all the youngsters around him and all kinds of shit. Next thing you know, 5-0 pulling up on you. And that's how it goes. You won't start, and then a lot of people don't want to be uncomfortable and, and bust them uncomfortable moves. You probably got to move on your mind right now. That's a nigga in the hood right now. and probably want to really be a truck driver or a motherfucking uh, goddamn um, fucking insurance. I don't know what you might want to be, but you motherfucking be tripping off with the hood or what people are going to think about them? Shit, I don't give a fuck what they are going to think about me because at the end of the day, if the hood really loves you, if the hood really loves you, that's going to love you. And who are the people in the hood gonna love you? The people who, in the hood, the neighbors, the store mans. the person that work at the parks, the people that cross the kids out through school that know you, the mailman that seen you since you was a kid grow up. This nigga been mailing your mama checks since you was a kid, still mailing them motherfucker. That's what matters, not, not, not your peers. Because the peers, they was taught to hate. They was taught to be better. Niggas be secretly, secretly, I mean secretly, in competition with each other. And they know it. They be secretly in competition with each other. You hear me? So you just got to know what you're doing and how you want to do it. Don't let nobody stop you. Telling you, don't. If you wanna do something, don't feel weird, man. Do what you wanna do, man. Do what's do what do what God put you on the Earth for. If it's in your heart, go do it, man. Be free, man. This is a cold world. You could be in your car going to work, get pulled over, end up being murdered by the police, and all they gotta do is say, "I was scared for my life," and you ain't got no gun on you or nothing. All they gonna do is go back to your history, thirteen years ago, and say, "This guy been on parole for selling drugs thirteen years ago." Yeah, but this nigga been working at all kind of jobs and taking care of his kids, all kind of shit. What y'all bringing that up for? This nigga smoked him, he had no gun. What he was scared for? They can't keep using that? How much time they gonna keep using that? And if you scared, why the fuck you got a badge on? With a gun in a motherfucking billy club. Yo, bitch ass shit, have motherfucking went to the army. Because you know they up in, overseas killing all them people for nothing if they killing nothing. Just imagine what they doing to them. If they can kill a black man that was born in the same country with them and get away with it, just imagine what they doing out there in them other countries. They probably it'd probably be hella soldiers out there with kids. I bet you it's hella soldiers with baby mamas up in um <laughs> up in ice or whatever they was in fucking war. I don't pay attention to that shit because I don't give a fuck about it. If you on this if you on my podcast on here about politics shit. Get the fuck off because I don't fuck with the politics. I don't give a fuck about politics because politics ain't got shit to do with me. And like I said on my last episode, I, if I did care about politics, it'd be like the senators and, and shit like that. I don't give a fuck about a president because the president is far beyond my reach. I don't give a fuck. You can tell me voter suppression. No, motherfucker. Y'all know voter suppression. Motherfucker, y'all going to control the climate. Y'all going to control the narrative. Y'all going to control who the president who's going to talk shit. Now I'm telling y'all, right now, today, Trump will be the president for four more years. Biden will not beat Trump. Guarantee you that. Come back on the podcast and say, G said it on 5506 Fair Game Podcast. He said it. And I told y'all, that don't mean shit. I do fuck stop. That shit be advertising and shit. And then people be getting money for doing that shit. And doing a little shit and, and using... Certain shit to keep their name relevant, but that shit don't matter, bro. That nigga don't be the president again. I'm telling y'all. And to be honest, I don't see, I, I, I always say, like, I swear, and I don't somebody maybe argue, like I said, hit me on my DM, hit me on the fair game DM, not my personal DM. Hit me on the fair game, 55606 DM, and let me know how you feel, because I don't, think they always say he be saying racist shit and maybe I'm blind, but I don't never see it. I don't see the comment. I don't never see him standing up on the mic and saying, "Um, what about black people? I don't care about them. I don't fuck them. You know, we trying to kill them all and we send, telling the I don't never, I mean, I know they're not going to say that, but I don't never see him saying, I don't, I never see it. I be saying little quotes and shit, but I don't, Fall for that shit. I want to see video of him saying that. And maybe I don't. Maybe I'm missing out. Maybe I'm not watching the right news channel. But I don't never see him saying I be seeing him saying little smart remarks but I like the shit kind of. Because it let me know like nigga he human. Shit. Why you gotta be on there? Oh, I'm president of America State. And everybody's gonna be loved and everybody's bills gonna be paid and all of it ain't gonna go like that. Shit. Obama didn't get on that motherfucking start talking about black people neither. You ain't never heard that nigga say, Hey, for my black people, stand up and all that shit. He he was keeping it presidential. He just was a little bit, you know, a little more soft spoken than Trump. But I never seen Obama really take up for us neither like that. And I'm saying, and I'm not saying he should have. Because me personally, I feel like the nigga did a good enough job for me. Cause I don't need him to knock on my door and give me some rice and you know, something in a bowl of beans. I just need the nigga to represent black people clean, be dripped when you're on TV, nigga, and look nice and have a cute bitch. And he did it. That's cool for me. Y'all putting all this shit on all this all this stupid shit. Man, you gonna worry about a nigga that's three hundred million miles away, his kids will never go to school with your kid, but it's a nigga right down the street snitching, and y'all ain't got nothing to say about that. There's niggas out here smoking little kids, trying to shoot people. Y'all ain't saying nothing about that. Y'all trying y'all worry about some motherfucking Trump and the motherfuckers in our neighborhoods ain't even right. In the neighborhoods ain't got no more politics. Nobody being strong enough to tell these little youngsters, nah, nigga, we don't do it like that. Cause everybody wanna be cool and don't want to be a hater. But then at the same time, that's not hate, nigga. That's leading, nigga. Yeah, that's leading. And to be, be honest, I fuck around and vote for Trump. Cause I like a motherfucker that's gonna tell me how they feel instead of motherfucker that's gonna hide it. Huh. Don't tell me, I'm self-standing like you, my brother, nigga, you know you can't stand me. Let me know you can't stand me, nigga. i love you more. Cause give me away from your ass. Trump, if a Trump let you know he can't stand you, or he don't like your, your race and car, nigga, he's telling you how he feel. I know it's some motherfuckers that don't like their neighbors right now. If somebody listen to me right now, probably don't like their neighbor. This bitch kids always jumping. Bitch, you don't even like your neighbor, but you want Trump to love you. Bitch, don't do fuck. Y'all gotta get yourself straight motherfucker, talk about Trump, and what are you going to do for us, bitch, what you going to do for yourself, instead of you going to go buy a Valiciaga, bitch, is you going to pay your credit bill down, For well, you can go get some more shit later on in life, or you just worry about Feliciaga, and posting it on Instagram, and getting them few people in your DMs, with the hunted, with the little honey um, emoji, that's all they going to send you, honey, and then they going to post your shit, and say, oh, he turned, oh, he turned, that's all you want, in life, huh, but you want somebody else to love and appreciate you more than you love and appreciate yourself. Y'all want 48 to move, but if you get to 48 move, you're gonna take this shit and sell it to Gucci or sell the highliner for a goddamn gold chain with your label on it that ain't even official label yet. Nigga, you ain't got one paste up with that label name on it. You ain't got one paste up with that label name on it. You ain't got one paste on up you with your uh what what niggas be having? It's either a label niggas be having, or they have a clothing line. They be making money, fifty dollars and fifty, sixty dollars from the people that love them, that's really on to show them support, but you can't get outside the people in your hood. Know why? Because you not your mind inside your hood. Your your mind is back in that chicken box, like on episode one. Your mind right back there. You think your mind elevating because you can sell a little clothes to the people in your hood. And about them, can you sell that shit? Downtown? Or can you sell that shit around town? Can you sell that shit in different state? We can't expect people to have more love than us than we have for ourselves. America is built on credit. So if a motherfucker out here having money on EDD, you and you in can spending $3,000 on a pair of ugly-ass shoes just because some little hood rat bitches has go. But call her about it. She might did. She gave you some pussy. But that bitch, baby daddy, wear Vans. Let me tell you again. You got your Valsiacos on. You so happy. You fucking this bitch. This bitch go home to a nigga every day that wear a Vans and he work at Walmart. She fucked you, yeah. But she go home to the nigga in the Vans. You bought some thousand dollars shoes to attract a, a bitch that got a man at home that wear a Vans. He would never buy that shit to fuck that bitch. He probably making that bitch pay him like bitch. Huh? We don't We don't have to rent But you got on Felicia yeah. And ain't nothing wrong with having fun and and, and realizing. But it's a it's a, enough is enough to a point where it's like okay. When well, we we'll gonna get to the point where we are gonna stop saying what the white man did to us and what we do to white man and what the fuck we did to ourselves. When we start putting washing machine on our kids' name and kids on the floor. This some nigga got a washing machine and his name, the day, the year he was born. <laughs> He go get he gonna apply for a car. When he eighteen. They say, well, the washing machine you did pay it off. He said, washing machine what? Yeah, you got a washing machine nineteen in nineteen eighty eight. I was born in eighty eight. Yeah, your mama got a washing machine in your name because her shit fucked up, and she needed a washing machine because the washing machine she her her, her mama gave her the washing machine when her mama gave her her washing machine because everybody did the same thing to her. <laughs> <laughs> This shit go on and on and on because we play a bland game and we expect people to be more than us than us like and then we overlook the real shit in the hood which is the politics right next door to us and then we don't have no politics in the hood. So what happened? Now you got all kinds of little niggas growing up. All they want to do is flash money and live a rich nigga lifestyle. You living a rich, you probably living that rich nigga lifestyle that moment. And then, pow, You back to basics. Now, what you gonna do? Blame the white man again? Till you see some more money? What you gonna do about your kids? You gonna keep having kids. What you gonna do about their mamas? When they'll get to a point where niggas really take care of their kids, like really, not just bomb shit. Really take care and start making excuses why they can't be with the kids' mama. And then you was fucking that bitch for them kids came. And kid came, all of a sudden, you don't get along where You really can walk away now. But when it was just you and her and no kid, and she had them, and, we, and she was playing with a little bit of chicken, you can do it. That's what's wrong. And that's the real shit that's fucking up the, the hood. And it's extinct real people, because the real niggas they used to be in the hood, they used to die in the hood, because that was all they knew. But now real niggas are saying, you know what, this shit too much for me, let me escape. Now you got real niggas all around the country that's from real hood that's not even in the city that they were from that they were born in because they like fuck these niggas these niggas is tripping I ain't nothing like who, how we was so we can't allow no rats and it can't be he ain't snitch on me choice you made do your time on the real. Can't be no excuses. He played with guns. Niggas snitching in their songs. Setting their own partners up. They went to school with. Come on, man. I know we can't make everybody be good, but god damn. Y'all just gotta, man. I tell my I tell my son every day, bro. Take your time when you get in this game. Take your time when you soaking in game and when you learning something. Overlearn it sometimes. Certain shit overlearn. Until it's in your head until it becomes natural, like breathing and, and taste buds. Shit like that. That's how them Hooper niggas practice. niggas practice so much to the point shooting the ball is like how they breathe. And it's like they think Curry and them grab the ball and just shoot it. That could be chilling on the thing, grab the ball and just shoot it. That shit is how they breathe. They be practicing and training themselves so much, that shit is a norm to them. They probably be in their beds waking up shooting the ball. Oh shit, oh, oh, oh. I ain't in the finals. Oh shit. You know what I'm saying? You got to be patient, man. Be patient. All y'all little young men out there want to stunt and shine. Ain't no wrong with that. G's not telling you nothing wrong with it. But think about your future, young blood. You're not going to be young forever. And that shit go by. All you can do is talk about it. Boy, when I was 17, I came up on them 10 bands. But wasn't flexing? I was tripping huh? Remember I bought that? Oh, uh, wasn't tripping? But it's gone. Instead of you saying when you 18 or when you 20 you get some money, you say, damn, if I do this now, I can flex from now on until then and past then. Because I set myself up to flex down the line, not just that moment. And that's what I had to learn. And, that, and did I learn it? I, I learned it. but I learned it at the very end of my 20s. I had money, I'm not a broke. I was never a broke nigga, but I didn't learn how important setting myself up for future was. And the people, and real people in my life that kept telling me, I thought they was hating because they didn't want to see me shine while I was young. I think I want to see me shine. He mad because me. He mad because he can. Yeah, yeah, he, 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 he'll turn it over, nigga. That's how niggas be talking when, they, when they're young and shit, but not knowing like, oh, he really looking out. You gonna get older, and he was like, damn, he really be looking out for me because. Just imagine if I had that money that I had now. Just imagine if I had any of that now. Knowing what I know. Just imagine. And that's what most niggas do. They be like, damn, man. And that's just something I wanted to touch bases on. You hear me? Because I'm from the streets, y'all. Don't come on, my past, come on my podcast. Excuse me. Don't come on 5506 and don't speak nothing, but we're nothing but fair game. Not... Uh I tell you, this this is not called I Tell You What You Wanna Hear Again. This my this podcast is not I Tell You What You Wanna Hear Again. I'm always telling you hella lies and tell you that nigga, it's cool to pop people and rob people and shit. And you're gonna be cool. Nigga, you're gonna be alright, nigga, in life. Nigga, robber old lady right, smoker. Nigga, go chill in jail for a little bit. Meet some real niggas in jail. Become certified. Come home meet a baby, beat your baby mama, go back, all that shit, nigga, no, I ain't gonna never tell you that, nigga, this is fair game, nigga, real game, nigga, so what's game if it ain't fair, nigga, it's not game, it's just words, this is fair game, nigga, everything I just said was fair and firm and real, what's game if it ain't fair, it's fair game, baby, thank y'all for checking me out, and be safe, Stay safe, stay corona free, and take care of the kids. I'm a-